Welcome to the Breakthrough the Ordinary podcast. Are you ready to commit to your future self? If you are, sibling duo Mark and Claudine Shamante will take you on a journey of self-discovery to unlock your highest potential. Through impactful conversations with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, coaches, and healers, we are here to share practical tools and wisdom to generate the life you envision. New episodes drop every Monday. And we get to welcome Alyssa Levine. Hemalisa, right? Is that, am I saying that right? A tantric yes. Ayurvedic lineage holder and a founder of Shakti Diva products. Uh, she's a Shakti path master, an ordained minister, a guru tress, a priestess, a yoga instructor, and vinyasa, and a tantric kundalini. I'm also, she's also an Ayurvedic doctor, and she bring, brought it all together to create Shakti Diva Ayurvedic products. You were born in Guyana. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> your mother was born in Guyana, and your father was Irish-Italian descent. You have medicine in your blood. Her great-grandmother <laughs> is of an Indian pandit, which you're going to explain to us later. Um, you follow an Ayurvedic lifestyle since childhood and practiced ancient Tantra yoga from very young age. Your grandfather knew the alignment of the stars according to Vedic astrology. And you help reawaken the world with your ancient energetic healing abilities. Um, welcome. Yeah. There's much more to you too, and uh, that'll be in the show notes. But welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm honored. So am I. 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 I'm. I, there's beautiful lineage here that I, if you could bring that to life for our listeners and for me and what it, what it means, um, this, this lineage of medicine, um, and, you know, if you could share that with us. Um, yes. Um, my great, great grandfather, who we would say Nana, um, was Indian and he was kind of like a gypsy. He traveled all throughout India, you know, searching for knowledge. And, um, you know, he ran across like Ramakrishna, him and his buddies, and, you know, he had several gurus and so forth. But um, he wanted more, right? Um, and he felt that there was this Brahmin kind of like caste system going on and that it was only catered to men. Right. So um, it, like women weren't allowed to go into the temples if they were having their administration and blase blase. Um, but like he had a wife <laughs> and she was also very spiritual. And um, then he ended up having daughters. So, you know, he, he was very fond of the feminine, you know. Um, so anyway, he decided to take his own stuff, his, you know, what he read from, you know, the tantras and the satras and so forth. Um, and what he noticed was that there was a matriarchy before. And one of the reasons why the masculine or the patriarchy system started to take over, because when the feminine had this tantra, there was just like sex everywhere and, you know, sacrificing everywhere. And it was a little bit of a madness, you know, um, so it's like two extremes because then the patriarchy takes it over and that also happened. So it's about this, you know, non-duality, finding this middle ground. And 
you know, having this intertwinement of both masculine and feminine. We do have a right side of the brain and the left side of the brain. So how do we merge that? You know, how do we have this oneness? This oneness has to start within before we can actually see it, you know, or project it, you know? I mean, I went completely like all over. Oh, that's no, good. No, Don't no. worry. This is free And I agree. So culturally, if we could set the distinction of Tantra, because I believe in our Western culture, it has a representation that I don't think is of its... If it, of its wholeness, it's been very, yes. you know, put into a category. Yes. So could you even explain so Tantra in that way? what Americans are teaching that is Tantra is actually Kama Sutra. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, so that is one text. And I think why it got uh, disfumbulated is because um, in Tantra, the last stages of your evolving Evolvement does involve sex practices. Um, so I can see where it can kind of, you know, but that's just like at the very, I wouldn't say end because, you know, as this universe is ever evolving, so are we, so are the scriptures and so forth. So there's really no like, oh yes, because even when you think you've become that, oh yes, there's still something more that we want and learn and blah, blah, blah. So there's never an end, you know? Um, but yes, I think that's where, you know, and then like the goddess worship, um, you know, women wanting to, you know, embrace their feminine or know this feminine because of this, um, masculine way of living. I got to get paid. I got to get mine, this kind of thing. Um, because of the goddess worship of Tantra, I think maybe that's where, because in Kama Sutra, it's also this worship. But it's not just one way. It's worshiping both the masculine and the feminine. So I don't, you know, that's where, where I, how I have understood it or what I'm comprehending by studying it. Thank you. Yeah. So, so <laughs> you talk about mudras and all kinds of stuff. So what is the ancient, what is the ancient lineage you're coming from? What, what? Maybe you could explain for our listeners, because I don't think everybody knows what mudras. I mean, I might, or I don't even know if my sister does, but mudras and all those yadras. And can you explain some of them just to give basic information for people to understand, you know, these words that were. So, you know how they have um, sacred geometry? Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. So that is a yantra. Um, but these yantras are ancient yantras, so they definitely have depth to them. I mean, I'm looking at one over there, but if I get it, then... Go you know, ahead, you can go get it. So, like, there's can. different... There's different... Hold on. This is great. We get a... So anybody who's watching this by video can actually see pictures of it, so I'd recommend you can see a, a yantra. So this is ah. Sri Vidya oh. yantra. And there's different stages of our like evolvement, and there's also different goddesses and gods within that. But these are all energies, mm-hmm. right? And this is like the whole of the person. You know, this is also the chakra system. So you know, at the bottom is muladhara, so forth. But this is like us evolving kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> to make it to make it very simple, I mean, it's really technical stuff. But mudras are basically han yoga. So this is Lotus Mudra, you know, um, this is a Yoni Mudra, 
Mm. So you can you when you're doing mantras, which is like japa, um, you know, like uh, Om Shri Mahalakshmi Namaha, right? So you can use this mudra towards a yantra or whatever, even a person. Say you're about to have a sacred union with someone. There's this whole mudra thing that we do in front of each other as we recite uh, japa, a, a particular um, mantra. And sometimes we do have this um, yantra in front of us. So that is the merging of both before, like this whole worship that you do to one another before you actually take part in union. Much more sacred than <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. Bang, bang. Thank you, man. Okay. Wow. I know. But you could also apply, you know, yantra, mudra, mantra to your own individual practice. So, you know, um, I had that retreat and we had about nine women and we had in front of our yantras, we were, I thought, I taught them a um, mudra sequence, which is initiating and embodying this energy of this Tripura Sundari, which is a um, sensual goddess. And um, through that embodiment of that, we ended up throwing milk on our yonis to the yantra. So this embodying this energy, using this vehicle as a tool. You know, we are gods and goddesses in bodies. Mm. <laughs> yes. oh, I love it. Mm. How do you pay homage in ritual and, and daily practices, um, you know, to continue that embodiment? yourself or could you even recommend to our, our listeners well i gotta tell you with two small kids it's kind of hard um <laughs> but i try to try to keep it up as much as possible um i do modern modernize it um you know where we include like baths and our product line and so forth so um it becomes a way of like bringing because you know a lot of times i don't know i, I found it so strange but like some women do not take the time to actually lotion their skin and I find this to be so and with a lot of American women, even like raising their kids. Like I, when I bathe my kids, I, you know, oil them before they take a bath. And then when they come out, I kind of massage them. Like, that's just like how we do, you know, and this practice is not done, you know, at all. And I, I'm like, wow. And even one of my Indian girlfriends, she was like, she came over the other day and she was like, um, so what do you do? You just use the body, the, the, the the body um, butter. And I was like, no, you're supposed to like oil your skin. And this is Ayurveda. You're supposed to oil your skin, dry, you know, scrub it, and then shower so that these oils and the medicine from these herbs can come into your skin, you know, into your essence, into your being. And while you're doing that, you're reciting mantra. <laughs> so anyway, to make a long story short, she was like, well, her mom, you know, being raised here, and I guess this is where my lineage comes in because we kept it up, you know, um, she just takes her shower and then she'll do like a little body lotion, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, I went completely, you know. Um, Not at all. No. We like okay, this. Well, no, we're well enjoying this is it. a daily practice, though. So I'm hearing that you're 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 embodying it by also embodying it with your children. I mean, it's right. well, yeah. I mean, we should, you yeah. know, because from young, like you know, and one of the things that I also gathered from this retreat is that you know, daughters like my my girl, she's only um, going to be four next week, and you know, she was with me. She 
insisted on coming. And I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, there's going to be some nudity. Da, da, da. She was completely okay. She was cracking jokes with it. Everyone loved her. Uh, but then I was like, wow, you know what? This should be part of it too. Like these little girls should start learning these types of practices, learning that there are predators out there. And, you know, how am I going to own myself, you know, and just be solid, you know, and, and also embody these, you know, how to take care of myself from the inside out, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm hearing, sens- <laughs> I'm hearing sensual, not hearing sexual. Sensual, Cause, not sexual, cause like there's right. nothing wrong with sensual, like rubbing your children. There's this loving touch and feel and that is missing. It's missing for boys on what they learn, the, the feminine. I do it with my son too. I mean, he's getting a little bigger where he's like, Oh mom, I don't know. It feels a little weird. I was like, okay, well, then you do it for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what a way to also what have them also understand have the honoring of their temple at, at an yes. early age. So, right. And it's yes. a, a different message. I feel like in an American society, we also have a message of, sh- I want to say shame, right? We, we don't encourage mm. it. And, and then we leave space for so many other stories for kids to make up. Yes. Um, and porn and, you know, just every way that's not so. So I have a uh, 24 year old and he was also um, brought up in these practices. And right now he's um, in Florida and he's doing very well. He has a fiance and the way he treats her, I have to say that I'm like, wow, I'm very happy. I've known I've done a good job because the difference between him and other kids, his age or young men, his age, complete difference. And I really believe it's because of these practices. We went out to eat, you know, he's Google, he's feeding her, she's feeding him. You know, there was, there, there was, they weren't afraid to show their love, you know, and I'm filming it. I'm like, yeah, you know. <laughs> I did this. <laughs> kissy, kissies, kissy, kissies. I'm like, kissy, kissies. And he's like, mom, I'm like, no, no, kissy, kissy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think I'm going to go back a little. Um, because you had this in the family and then you had your own journey to discover. And I know a lot of it. We're not going to go into all of it now. I mean, if you want to share pieces, you can, but you went, so you had this in your lineage. You had to go through your whole journey of whatever. How did you come back? How did you come back? Like what, what drew you back in? Okay. Um, all right. So obviously growing up, I'm, you know, I'm mixed. I'm Indian. I'm Italian, Irish, um, most dominant Italian on the father's side. So it's like, um, you know, it's like, oh, this is hocus pocus. Don't bother with your mother. She's crazy kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, you know, growing up, they're like, oh, you have this ability. You're supposed to be doing this. It's written for you this way because we have the Vedic astrology and that your great grandfather said that you're supposed to be a priestess kind of thing. Okay. So at first, you know, as a young girl, I'm like reading people, their future, you know, they're coming to me and there was like this lot of, and they also do this thing where they honor you, you know, so like, I'm like the little goddess and they're like doing all their RT and, you know, giving flowers and honoring me. So I'm like, so anyway, um, this goes on. I start thinking they're crazy, so forth. You know, I'm all Italian. How you doing? Yeah. I've taken on that, that mask, that identity. And I completely rebelled, got into so much trouble, um, did so many things, craziness. Um, But it was all tapped into the dark feminine, 
right? Um, anyway, uh, I kind of hit, I guess, I wouldn't say rock bottom, but I knew that if I didn't stop what I was doing, I was probably going to have an overdose or die or some, some, something. Um, and these three light beans, and I wasn't drugged up to say that it was drug infused. Um, but these three light beans came towards me and they were telling me about the whole body system, how there's chakras residing in the body, how our bodies are even multidimensional as the world is and so forth. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, excuse my French. I don't know if you could bleep that out. But um, so then I'm like, okay. So they were like, it's time. You need to like, I know this sounds so new age, but it was like, you need to wake up and you need to start doing what you were here to do. Like kind of stop messing around. So next thing you know, I'm opening up a yoga studio. Don't, don't know how it happened. It just happened, landed on the feet, my feet. I'm in Harlem. <laughs> I'm teaching people yoga, but I did get, I was yoga certified so forth. Um, even though I knew because of the family, um, it just started playing out, you know, um, what was aligned for me kind of thing. So it was written in so many ways. Mm. As you continue to step in. <laughs> As I continue to step into it, it's never, ever, it's always evolving, right? Yeah. From this space yeah. of the priestess, and I, I also saw in your bio, right, this relationship coach, um, and, and, and we merge that, can I'm curious. I'm also a coach. How do you use these traditions in, in you know, I'm going to say bringing union or connection, intimacy in, in a relationship from a, from a coaching perspective? I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Well, I think they know when they're coming here, they're getting a little woo-woo. So they're not looking for like a, you know, a straight up relationship coach. They know they're going to get some feathers and smoking out, clearing their energies and so forth. You know, it's okay. The cutie can come in. Go ahead. So I think you know I get a little saved for that, but you know, so they know they're coming here, and it's going to be a spiritual journey, not just you know, um, a modern uh, relationship coaching. You know, it's going to be the cleansing, which I think I said multiple times of you know their energies, and then there's going to be their shadow work you know, individually and in the relationship. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we're going to dive and we're going to dive in really deep, you know, even it could be past life, you know, shadows. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And in, in that exploratory work, because that is some deep work, do you also, as you called it, the woo-woo, will you use the mudras, um, the products, the breath, you know, as a way of also yes. creating the connect. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Um, it all applies, you know, everything is breath, you know, um, through the breath, you know, is the mantra, is the yantra, is the mudra. Yeah. And all of that, you know, that whole cleansing and then also, you know, shooting that energy to the individual that you're about to have union with and vice versa. So you're building this, you know, this Kundalini energy and then you're bringing that to your partner and then bringing it into you. So you're bringing your partner into you, you know, kind of thing. Um, it does make it 
really, really sacred. And I mean, there's a connection, an intertwinedness that I haven't seen with any of this neo, this neo tantra, you know. Just so you know, everybody, if you're not watching this, her beautiful daughter sitting in her lap is adorable. She's adorable. So when you hear Thank little you. noises or whatever, you know, it's so cute. Uh, adds another dimension. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Thinking of so you, you brought up Kundalini. So for listeners... Uh, first of all, explain Kundalini, and then maybe some ways that they can start cultivating. Because I know for some people it's not easy to cultivate Kundalini. I never found it easy. It took me, you know, it takes me a lot. Um, so maybe explain what it is, okay. and then some things that people can start at least practicing, or how to look into it, what they can do to look into it a little more. Mm-hmm. So Kundalini, Kundalini Shakti is um, ma that is sitting at the base of the spine. So it's a serpent, uh, the goddess serpent. And she's at the base of the spine, just kind of like chilling, you know, hanging out there. And she's waiting to be awakened. And basically what, there's many practices that you can do. Um, and you can definitely blend, you know, muladhara mantra, as well as yantra and mudra and so forth. But there's also movement, you know, there is this, you know, because it's so stagnant, um, a, an easy way of doing it is definitely connecting to earth, you know, um, going outside, you know, walking bare feet, stomping, you know, but also sitting there and just kind of like moving your pelvic bone, you know, back and forth, and then maybe start to circle, you know, around, but on the ground, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and you could even just ask permission from her, you know, to rise gently. You don't want her to drop, you know, uh, rise automatically to Shiva, which is at your third eye to have union on your crown right away because, you know, they claim that you could go mad. You know, I just see body compulsing and so forth, but you can ask her, you know, um, to rise gently. You know, uh, you can also look in the mirror so that you could have a soul connection with yourself. It'd be nice to have it outside, but inside is good too. And just do that same movement. You could add breath to that. Um, you know, a lot of people want to add in this Kundalini Bhajan breath with the, you know, like the Kalari Bhati, which is like fire breath. Um, I think that's a little too harsh. I like gentleness. I like things that are pleasurable. So, you know, just really slow inhale. So you could. You want her to rise gently, you know. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you know, um. You know, swaying the hips, you know, having this, you want this to open, you know, opening and closing your legs, you know, um, these kind of movements will help. And also with the breath, obviously. Yeah, I want to just say for, I want to say for our listeners, because some are going to watch this and some aren't, she's doing it in a way that's very sensual and, and purposeful. It's not just flinging your legs open and your and your movement and your breath. It's very, I think it is anyway. But 
So it just is. so everybody knows, you want to do this in a very purposeful, rhythmic, rhythmic. Yeah, that was a very rhythmic, sensual kind of way of doing. Yes. It. So I just wanted to. You could breathe, that. you know, in. Um, you actually breathe in and bring your legs in, and then you breathe out very slow and sensual. You could even do the. You can even do the snake. So it's in, the legs come together, and then when you breathe out, they open. I feel it. I mean, it doesn't take much. I feel it. <laughs> so I've heard of Kundalini Yoga. So is that yes. also in practice, also in practice. To what you're doing? I, I, I'm um, not very It is called Tantra Yoga. Um, you know... Yogi Bhajan did take some practices and did apply it and he is calling it, but it's not because, you know, in um, Sikhism, I don't know if that's the proper word uh, of using it, but um, they don't, they don't do yoga. Like they do not believe in yoga. So he like really discombobulated a lot of stuff uh, in his yeah. teachings and a lot of the stuff he actually made up himself. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Yeah. Take the lineages. Mm -hmm. um, so you have this, uh, so have this uh, Ayurvedic products. Do you want to share about those products and what you do? And I mean, we'll certainly put it in the show notes, but maybe share a little about your products and yes. or what you do with them or so, what you infuse in them. Mm -hmm. So definitely they're infused with Ayurvedic herbs, but they're also infused with holistic herbs. So I've mixed my cultures i mixed you know indian and you know um western you know uh herbs into these oils and into these bo body butters and uh hair products and so forth and they're all catered to your dosha you know um, depending on if you're pitta vata kapha or combination um and this could be like your skin like so pitta is dry or, i'm sorry vata is dry pitta could be you know, a little breakout, uh, cough is completely, you know, oily skin, thick hair, you know, so forth. Um, again, some people have combination, but they're catered to that. Eventually, I want to open up a storefront. And when I say storefront, a sanctuary is really what I want. Um, where the products are in the front, people can come in and get diagnosed and then have custom made products that are catered to them. And in the back, Ayurvedic services. Um, uh, and, um, on the side or, you know, a floor, uh, where we can have practices, either it be Tantra, Kama Sutra, any of it, you know, um, where people can gather mm -hmm. like-minded people. Yeah. So a kind of a bigger version of my yoga studio. <laughs> oh, you also, have, I didn't know that you also have a yoga no, studio. No, no, no. I did. Oh, okay. I did. I, I did. Like, wow. Before I moved to Jersey. Uh, yeah. Jersey. So, yeah, yeah, it's Jersey. Jersey. Love it. Um, I do it. I do it. <laughs> you know, we're using words because we're aware. Again, I want to just put context for our listeners. I, I've heard the word Ayurvedic said several times. Um, so can we just define that for our listeners who don't know? So Ayurveda is a 5,000-year-old um, practice, um, and it involves mind, body, and soul. And it's a sister to Tantra. It's a sister to yoga. You know, so it just, it kind of all intertwines with each other, but it's 
about, you know, um, what you're eating, what you're putting into your body. Catered, like we all have, like I'm Pitta Vata. So in the winter, you know, um, I have to eat more oily, warm foods so that I don't feel cold and my skin is not dried and so forth and that I can actually release the food nicely rather than, you know, straining and so forth. Um, during the summer, I, I become more pitta. I can get like things like this on my head, which is taking me, I have like, um, so that people that are not viewing, I have, um, what is this called again? So I have like a dark spot from the sun and, um, this happened during pregnancy, but, um, now I'm starting to fade it more and pay more mind to it. So I'm using like turmeric and lime juice. And slowly coming back. Like this was three lines here. You could see it breaking up. But so, you know, the sun is really not good for me because I'm pitta and I, it makes me angry. I don't want to sweat. Um, I also have my congenital heart disease. So, um, you know, I have to eat more watery foods then watermelon, you know, a cucumber, lots of water. So, you know, these really watery sub substance foods. Um, so that is Ayurveda, and it also is an alignment. How are we living in alignment with the earth? What time are we waking up? What time are we going to bed? You know, um, our our peak hours are from like 12 noon to about 2 o'clock, and that's when we should get most of our work done. You know, that's where we're burning most of the energy. You know, we shouldn't eat food after 6 because you know, we're not able to burn it that, you know, um, the way that we should because the body has to now fight harder to burn the food so then it's storing toxins so thank you that's ayurveda yeah i appreciate that it's a much more holistic <laughs> answer than i you know commonly shared in conversations right I appreciate that so it becomes kind of masculine because it's like this whole schedule you know okay i have to wake up this time i want to do yoga between this time but it helps because then at the end of the day you could surrender into your feminine you know Oh. I like to harmonize. <laughs> Surrender into the feminine. Um, maybe you could share a little about the feminine and masculine. What would you like me to share? Uh, just how you see it or how you see it in the world or how you think it should operate in relationship or in, in people. I think, yeah, I think that like I've always said, um, I think we need to find a balance. I think we need to find that balance within and that way it can be in our Maya. It could be in our matrix, you know, and this balance has to be with each individual, you know? Um, so I don't think it's like, Oh, because you have a masculine body, you're a masculine. And because I have a feminine body, I'm feminine. That's not the case. We are both Shiva Shakti and we need to find you know, the times that we're, we need to play in our masculine and the times that, like we just said, we can surrender into our feminine and have that play. Or how can we do both at the same time? How can, you know, have that intertwined dance of Shiva Shakti going on at all times where we are being productive, but we're also being playful? Hmm. Where is it? How is it fun? You know? Hmm. I, I'm <laughs> going to say on a personal level, I find that that harmonizing to be still a place of discovery for me, right? You know, I, uh, the generating of doing, which I feel, you know, is much more than masculine, the business, the 
this and right the the sensuality and sweet sauce of life is in the feminine in the flow and for me it's in my cooking or my gardening well she's also chaos yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> so, you know, that's also your feminine. So when you're having, you know, this day and you're trying to, you know, we, we, like, okay, so we, we did kind of like build it up to surrender into your feminine, right? So I can see what you can think, oh, she's just this, oh, so like nice and happy and sexy, you know, so slithery. But She's not that she, she's also the chaos of your day, <laughs> you know? Um, so how do we bring it home for that relaxation to be completely whole? And that is, okay. So we are a conquering species. If we do not feel fulfilled, then we're never going to surrender right into that like play. So, um, maybe make a list, you know, three things they need to accomplish or whatever, you know, and now I'm just like, kind of like throwing things, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, and then when you conquer those three things, you say, okay, I'm done for the day. The rest from six to eight o'clock is just play. Mm -hmm. um, well, so you just said <laughs> something right here, right? Something we right always, here, right? we do a, a call to action a or a challenge for our challenge listeners. For our listeners. And you just, okay. you, you just basically put it right out there. Right out. So <laughs> if our listeners, like our listeners. the challenge is, is, <laughs> to, is to make a list of three <laughs> things you have to accomplish <laughs> in your day <laughs> and then set a time that you're going to have fun. <laughs> like this is, this is amazing <laughs> for me, for anybody. This is like, <laughs> I don't know what you think, yeah. but, but yeah. I, I think it's per. So it's the per call to, so to action or challenge you just listed is. For this week or for a day or every once a week, whatever, you make a list of three things you're going to accomplish during the day, and then you're going to set the time before the day starts or at the beginning of the day. This time is going to be for play. And really intentionalize, because we do. We live a life like play is like over here somewhere. Yeah, when we have leftovers, right. get the play. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it's so draining. It is. And I would encourage our listeners to go to the PTO at the BDO podcast on Facebook, um, to, to share what they learn from themselves. Um, because I think the other part is giving us the permission. We have to give it to ourselves, the permission for that play too, as a ongoing part, right? It, I, I often see posts nowadays talking about like, you know, rest is actually doing something. But that is not our society because we go like, hey, how are you? What do you do for a living? Like we're always about that is that that's going to be our identifier. Um, you know, right. Versus, that's one of our masks. Yeah. It's only one mask. It's one yeah. mask. Right. One mask. And, you know, but somehow that is our intro in this society versus. So how do you be? <laughs> so it's so funny because right now we're, you know, going through Navatri, which is like the goddess and her nine faces, her nine, you can say mask, right? Her, her nine different forms. And it's also like our evolution, like, you know, like our nine stages of evolving, but <laughs> she's so funny. So, um, you know, but it, it's that like, you know, we have to put on so many masks depending. I can barely see you, by the way. Oh, the, the quality. There you are. <laughs> no, I, there you are. <laughs> Come back. Come back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So, you know, um, we have to, you know, apply so many different masks depending on who we're, you know, having this back and forth energy swap with, you know, and it's like, when can we just take off the mask and be like our true self, right? But it's during play, you know? Mm. Yeah, Yeah, definitely Mm. is. (laughs) So (laughs) before we get into our fast fire questions, do you want to leave us with some, uh, you've given a lot of wisdom. I I feel like we could talk about this stuff for hours, but some final wisdom or ideas or whatever tools, whatever you want to share. If, um, anyone has not experienced Ayurveda, I do like if you can find a spa or somewhere like that, Claudine, right? Yes. yes. I, um, I would advise there is one too, actually, and I can text them to you because I don't, I don't remember their names or I would give it to everybody and you could just mention it in your Facebook, yeah. but to like, yeah. um, you know, experience that because it is a mind, body, soul, and you could get on a regiment they could have, you know, if you were with me, I would check your pulse and tell you what your dosa is and so forth. And maybe we can do that. Um, but to get on that food, like these are the foods that I should be eating, you know, and from there, like heal your, ins- you know, heal yourself from the inside out, you know, and then have the practices. Like there's this um, third eye oil treatment and this oil just kind of just drips on your head, right? Slowly, slowly, slowly. And, and when you... <laughs> you come out of it, you feel so woke. So even that is a relaxation. You know, how do we relax, right? Is what you were asking. That is a way of relaxing. It's just mm. having these little drops. I've even tried it like in the bath. <laughs> I've laid down and I just had the water dripping. Mm. So there, it, this is what it looks like when the oil is on it. You see that oh, thing swinging? Mm-hmm. My, so the oil kind of just drips, 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 drips. And it's funny because if we wanted to get a little like, you know, uh, Kama Sutra-ish, when the man is coming, he could also do that to your third eye. But drip, drip, drip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so anyway, um, you should experience that. That just, you know, going to a place like that, a, Hil- a Himalayan salt cave even too. Have you tried that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, in salt rooms. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did, have you tried the um, the salt float? I have not. I have not tried the salt float. Okay. Okay, so that's like, because you feel like you're in like, well, where I went, you feel like you're kind of just like floating. It almost feels like you're in the womb, which is very nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Very nice place. I, I went. Yeah. No, I, I really appreciate that. And I, I'm thinking when you had said the body types, I, I think um, the Chopra Center recently had put a post like, "What are you?" And I'm—I never heard of Pitta. Pitta. I was like, and and I was reading it, and I was kind of like, and I think he had an assessment. Uh, like, if you went to the website, and I had a malfunction with my email, but or, or my uh, web. And to I was me, like, you look like a kapha. You look like kapha to me, okay. uh, but a little like maybe kapha Pitta. I, I do see like a little Pitta, you know, mm-hmm. in here and I'm, so forth. I'm very Pitta. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're totally pitta. I got a pinch of it, but I'm very pitta. (laughs) Yeah, you're very pitta. And and for pitta and kapha, can you say what they would be? Because I remember before you were saying, like, oh, you you know, during a certain time of year, you need to, you know, have different foods. So I think that you could include a lot of spice into your food. 
you know, like I think it's important so that you can burn like a lot of, you know, stuff that is in the body that's being stagnant. Um, that would help your kapha. Um, so maybe like if you could wake up in the morning and you know how they have that uh, Cheyenne with lemon with a little apple cider vinegar, take a shot what of I that. What I do every morning. <laughs> right, yeah. I'll try it tomorrow. I can but that's I'll not, I don't you. know if Put that, uh, yeah, 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 a little mint would be nice. Yeah, so that will kind of just help your body to like detox. Now in the summer, you know, you could definitely do more watery foods, you know, watermelon, cucumber, water, watermelon, <laughs> lemon water. in the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. I love watermelon. Mm. But yeah, we yeah. could totally get into that more at another time. I would love to speak with you. All right. Thank That's you. It. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Appreciate it. And, you know, another way of detox and getting in touch, yeah, right, to bring in the alignment. Yeah. Yes, you know, a lot of the stuff is from the inside out, and that includes our healing. You know, when we heal the body, we also heal the mind. And a lot of codes are also stored in the body, stored in the root chakra, in the sacral chakra. And a lot of these kind of practices, especially with Ayurveda and detoxing it, like there's this herb called Manajista. It's really good to take because it clears all your lymph nodes. And, you know, like your liver and stuff like that. And we store that, these traumas in these parts of our bodies. So there's like, you know, Ayurveda is really good for that. Thank you. So for the product, yeah, you're very welcome. For the product, uh, Shakti Diva, we do have a chakra box uh, that we give, uh, that we, um, a chakra subscription box that we mail out every month to our subscribers. And that includes like a body butter, a body oil, um, a body soap. And then we include our tantric practices, a Kama Sutra move and so forth. And it's all intertwined in a self-care practice where it becomes, you know, uh, our body. So embodying. Wow. Wow. Great. I like the idea. I just want to throw that in because you asked me about the product. and I went went completely other (laughs) way. It's okay. Start talking about something else. <laughs> all this stuff is interesting, so it's all great. So as we move into the fast fire questions, it is really what comes up to you in a, in a quick response. So the first one I will ask you, how do you define God? I think we are God, and God is playing through us, having multiple experiences. I believe that God is a masochist and a sadist. <laughs> all of it. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> the dark and the light. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> I don't believe there's like a you know God and the devil. I believe they're one. <laughs> I mean, because you got yin and yang, Shiva Shakti. I mean, it's yeah, kind of you sure. know. And I believe that we play with these energies. I believe we play with our darkness and we play with our light. And to say that we're just one or the other is just completely wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> what do you think your superpowers are? <laughs> Oh, geez. Um, my superpower. I have no idea. Take that answer. Mm-hmm. What do you want your legacy to be? Oh, you know, I want to have uh, a place of a sanctuary where people can come. I want to have a, I guess you could say a Chopra center, but Shakti Diva style. Where it's more open, you know. Mm. Um, the, I've noticed that the Ch- the Chopra Center has lost a lot of its eth- uh, ethnic, uh, no, 
uh, how do you say, authenticity. Yeah. I'm sorry, Deepak. I like this question for you. Um, what makes you feel the most vulnerable and how do you handle that? Oh my gosh. So um, I'm having a hard time being seen, you know, um, even this, like having this interview just puts like a swirl in my stomach. Uh, it really makes me come out of my skin, you know, um, it's vulnerable, you know. Yeah, you did a beautiful job. So I'm still, yeah, I'm still working on being seen. Yeah. Understood. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. And your two favorite books. <laughs> if there were two books that are on oh your reading list, that are a, a must. What would you suggest? What do you? Um, Shakti Rising was a really good one. Oh, and you know who else just came out with a really great one? The Radical Awakening by Dr. Shafali. Oh yeah. I'm yes. listening to audiobooks. Well, I can understand from a lineage point of view too how that. I mean, it's a gorgeous book, but. Also, yes. her story is rooted in some of the traditions. Jamie Chills. Yeah. yeah. Mm. She's good. Yeah. She's intense. She's so good. <laughs> so good. I love it. And I love the, the tension. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, I want to thank you for uh, sharing. It was easy. We, I, I feel like we could go on for hours with this and just... Yes. you know delve in all these little crevices because you have a lot of knowledge and, and the way you present it is, is uh... yeah well thank you i appreciate you saying that um and honestly i could go back and forth with you too i mean anytime we do speak it is this back and forth and i gain so much you know speaking with you as well mm. i mean you've been a little bit more quiet this time but you know <laughs> <laughs> you're bringing the information not also <laughs> And I heard you say before, so there's also the opportunity to work with you in a group setting. You had mentioned the retreats. So we'll also share that. But is that something that's an ongoing basis or they I need to go to the website? Yeah, I do. They should go to the website because um, I do want to have them by season. Um, but I am very much uh, playing the feminine, <laughs> allowing it to flow. So there's no like set thing, you know. Okay. Um, and, but I am, I'm, I am doing some couple for some reason that's been landing on my lap lately. So I'm just saying, I'm saying, okay, Ma, that's what you want. I'll do it for now. You know? So, um, and on a moment I'm um, doing couple sessions as well. And, you know, uh, private sessions with the women, um, with women. And, um, I think maybe by like March, February, March, I might do another retreat, but I'm looking for somewhere warm, maybe Costa Rica or Bali, Mommy, or maybe look. even India, if India's healed Mommy, completely. Look. One second. So that it's a little warmer. So people that are here in the States can, you know, go somewhere a little, you know, sure. maybe even Florida. Yeah. yeah keep, happy keep to host me, you down keep there. Keep me abreast of that. Yeah, we'll be happy to host you. <laughs> yeah, yes. the whole Thank family's you. in Florida. Oh, okay. you just, uh, yes, yeah. I would love that actually. Yeah, great. I've been dying to meet your and mom. They're all, <laughs> in, they're all in healers and they're all doing yeah. transformational. and Yes, and our mother is quite, you know, someday we may have her on this show. She's a dynamo at, at 82 yeah. and, and now a cancer survivor. Uh, God bless she's, her. Yeah, she she is uh, full of energy. Fire. And, yeah, fire. Fire. 
<laughs> so I remember she's like an Aquarius. Yes. So I'm like, yes. yeah. So yeah. am I. So I can uh, relate to her a lot. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, there it is. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. <laughs> yeah. She misses her movement, right? Mom, mom, yeah. one of her health care processes is, besides weightlifting to every TV show, is dancing. And COVID has been a really shift in her body movement and has felt it, has felt it not just in her muscular, but her body has shifted. And, and she's so happy to get out a little now, like maybe they can go once a week where they were, she was dancing three, four days a week. And that was part of her breath. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. She's amazing. She's amazing. She is amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your, your, your medicine tonight with us. Yeah. Thank you. It was so very nice meeting you. And stream on Jane Maha. Yes. Yes. Should I just hang up? No. <laughs> We're going to do a little piece and we'll thank everyone. And so. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Break Through the Ordinary podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and our deep dive into the wisdom of Tantra. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, please leave a rating and share it with others and post on social media. You can catch the latest episodes by following us at the BTO Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time.